Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. As you can see, it's not Lunch Money Lambert tonight. It is Jay Wallen sliding in, pinch hitting for Ryan. Uh, what's up, Jay? How you doing, buddy? All right, man. Thanks for uh, take, taking time to get in here with us and, and help Ryan. Anytime, and, and pinch. You know, I don't think that intro music could ever get old. I, I love it. I just smile, oh, and I love it. It's so smooth. Yeah, man. I couldn't have been uh, happier when DJ slid that over to us. Yeah. DJ Ox Williams, Pimpin'. Ox Pimpin' slash Ox Fishing, the man. Uh, yeah, it's the best. Uh, much better than my generic country slash rock intro I tried to put in there before. So we'll never we'll never let it go. Always uh, improving, buddy. Always that's improving. Right. Always improving. Now we just need to maybe come up with some little video intro on top of the of the music. Then we'll be next level. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Ryan may pop in later. He said he might slide in later when we get Kate on. But as you guys saw in the announcement, we've got Travis Von Newman and Kate Fields on tonight. The first and third place finishers from the the Champlain event. They put on a show up there. Um, in the Hobie event, and of course Drew Gregory, shout out to him for finishing second. But we didn't have him on tonight. We've had him on before, and, and congrats on that second place finish. But it was a fun show to watch, huh, Jay? Did you enjoy following? Smalley's rule, man. Smalley's rule. Smalley's rule. We got a new new thing now. Smalley's rule. Pretty, it's pretty impressive, man. I love seeing those big bronze backs, and man, it he showed he showed what's up up there for sure. Yeah, man, and he left no doubt. He he got on him day one, and then day two right away just dropped the hammer and yep. put up another near hundred inches. So it's so fast. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to get him on here and talk to him. Um, if you guys are just jumping on, help us out as we always, as you always do. Help us out to share this around to your local groups, and people may get this information from these guys. Uh, before we get going and, and and get our first guest on, let's talk a little bit about some things that went on uh, the charity event last Monday. We had uh, Jason on here talking about the Save JT charity event, and I think we were at two seventy something on the charity event then, uh, and we're just seven days later. Let me pull this up, and we are already at six hundred eighty nine anglers pushing seven hundred mm-hmm. anglers for that charity event. It's got to be the largest online event ever for whatever that's worth. But the the Absolutely. generosity, yeah, people have shown getting out there uh, in this this money raising deal. I mean that's. I'm not a I'm not a smart man, Jay, but it, doing my my quick math, that's like uh, thirty four thousand dollars. Yeah, the nation's already raised for this kid. Yeah, and, and what's man. what's awesome is that you know we've got a lot of prizes, uh, a lot of raffles, uh, so there there's definitely going to be some more auction things, and there's going to be some more fundraising for sure. So this is just the beginning. Yeah, I mean we're gonna hit. It looks like we're gonna hit forty grand before we even do the auction. So unbelievable. Awesome. It is. Shout Let's out get a thousand. We need a thousand anglers yeah. in that for sure. Yeah, when we did this, I thought, man, it'd be cool if we could hit three or four hundred. Now we're we're getting greedy. We want a thousand. Absolutely. Let's let's go for it. Yeah, registration. It's tournament starts July first. Registration runs all the way to the end of July, so you can jump in whenever, uh, whether you fish or not. It doesn't matter. Throw your fifty bucks in there and do some things. JT smiling. I know he is. Let's see what we got in the comments here. Oh, Clifton's threatening to get lit tonight. I don't know, Clifton. Oh, I don't know. Hold up, man. Let's see. Let's let, let's talk smallies for a little bit first before we get crazy. Uh, you know, a little weekend recap. You know, the tournament happened. Did, did you did you do any fishing locally, Jay? Did you do anything? Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I went to a little small lake that uh, I've never been on before. Uh, our local club here in Kentucky. Uh, we we've got a tournament. We fish any public water in the state as long as it's Department of Fish and Wildlife owned, but it has to be under 500 acres. 
So, uh, you know, there's some little lakes, man, that I didn't even know existed. And so I'm just kind of been doing my due diligence and getting out there a little bit and just, just playing around on some new water, which is a lot of fun because these lakes, I mean, they're almost like ponds. Uh, and it just kind of takes me back to the way I used to fish, you know, back in high school and stuff. So it's a lot of fun getting on those small bodies of water. Get away from the crowds too. You know, I went out on Friday. There, I had the whole place to myself, so it was really nice. Yeah, that's cool, man. I didn't get to do any fishing this week, but I was down in Texas for my wife's business, and I got to see some Texas fishermen and ladies. Mm. Uh, got to see the People's Champ Clifton Allen, hung out with uh, Jason O'Brien, celebrated his birthday, saw the Possum King, Mark Pendergraft, oh, Duke, a.k.a. Deuce Tran, uh, uh-huh. Team uh-huh. Baca. Saw a bunch of the Texan folks, so it was a fun time that's down good. in Texas. That's good for you. Yeah, man, and followed along with the tournament while I was I got to see most of those folk down at Fort Worth at the Classic a few weeks ago. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I got my Texas feel for the year. Yeah, I didn't get to make that, so I I made up for a little bit of time uh, this week, and it was was a good weekend. And, of course, had fun, like I said, scrolling through low-key, checking the tournament results all the way through. Oh, yeah, man, that was fun to watch. And Mark backed up his win. He almost won again over there in Possum Kingdom. I saw that. He was leading most of the day and slid in there at, I think, third place. So Yeah. Somebody pulled the rug out from under him. Yeah, he's still the king. That's right. Still the king. Uh, but yeah, man, what do you say? You want to get uh, Travis in here and talk a little, little smallmouth fishing? Let's bring the man in. Let's talk to All him. Right. All right. Hang on just a second, y'all. Take a break. We'll be right back. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10 times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They're independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. All right, we're back, and there he is, Travis Smalley's Rule, in quotes. Von Newman, how you doing, buddy? Good, what's up? How you guys? All right, man, thanks for taking Pretty the time good, to join man. us. I know you got to be tired. I know even from Ohio, that's a long drive to... Uh, to Champlain. So you're, you're back home, got to check on the wall. How you feeling? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, pretty tired. Um, I'm still not sure if everything's really set in yet about what just happens. Kind of just a, a big blur of smallmouth at this point. Uh, but that's the way I like it. Yeah, man. And, and in your honor, I looked at your bio. I've got, I'm repping the, uh, the Ohio shirt with the Columbus area code on there. Uh, little winking lizard tavern uh, shirt for you guys anybody from ohio went on the the way in when you were up there talking and i was in the chat throwing some stuff you had some ohioans in there throwing the ohio in there you had some cheering sections so the ohio yeah. representation was strong yeah yeah we, we showed up strong and now now we can claim uh drew gregory as well that's uh, right so yeah we we rolled in and uh put it on them yeah it's like the bcs over there you guys yeah. did, did things it's awesome yep yeah, and, and you know, we got Jay here with us tonight, and he's a, a smallmouth aficionado, so I'm sure he's going to pick your reign a little bit about what went down up there. Uh, so first, before we do that, tell us a little bit about your background, you, you know, your fishing background. And, you know, I heard during the weigh-in you talked a little about some FLW tournaments or college tournaments there. And, and you know, just tell us a little history on Travis. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I know uh, I was pretty tired uh, there at the event, so I was kind of scatterbrained all over the place and, you know, just kind of touched on a bunch of different things. Uh but yeah, grew up, uh, you know, just just river fishing, really wading um, Southwest Ohio. Um, really enjoyed that. Uh, by the time I got into college, the Ohio University uh, f- 
fishing club. I actually had like a FLW college fishing team um, that I was able to be a part of uh, for a couple years. Actually, the summer after my freshman year, um, one of the one of the upperclassmen dropped out of the Lake Champlain event, and I jumped on it and got to go up to Champlain. So I had uh, one day of experience on the lake uh, back in 2012 uh, that I was. I shouldn't have leaned so heavily on it, but it just made it made uh, it made my research really easy. I was just like, I'm gonna go where I know there was fish, uh, and that was pretty much it. Then uh, there at the end of college, uh, I got really into the river bass and tournament trail. Uh, 2015 through 2018 ish, fished the river bass and trail very hard. Uh, I was in the the top ten in the river bass of the year standings um, three years uh, in a row. Um, so that, that was a bulk of my competitive, competitive fishing. Uh, once the river bass and trail ended, uh, I've done like a KBF event, uh, maybe once a year or so since then. Um, I did, I've done two KBF events just this year. And, uh, this past weekend was my first, uh, Hobie, uh, event there, there on Champlain. So, so far so good with the Hobies. Wow. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, I, I know one. people. Yeah. People complain about, you know, they don't have the time to fish or, you know, you can only compete if you fish tournaments all the time or have all this time to travel. And we're seeing more and more. That's really not the case. we got people that are barely pre-fishing or it's the first tournament and they're, and they're showing out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you get lucky and uh, you just hit it right. You're at the right place at the right time. So, you know, that, you know, there were people pre-fishing for, for probably a week up there, I'm sure. And I don't, I don't know how I got lucky to have the spot I was on alone, but it all worked out. Yeah, man. Uh, Travis, are you, uh, are you planning on hitting some other Hobie events after your, uh, your first one here? Um, I'm looking at the schedule. Uh, I think, um, lacrosse would be really cool. We'll see if I can make that track. Uh, oh, but, you've already qualified for TOC, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, at least good there. Yeah, and the uh, and then Pickwick, Pickwick's probably a little bit more on the table. Um, yeah. For me, but we'll see if I can make both of them happen. You know, happen. You know, I was thinking about what Drew Gregory did last year. He kind of jumped on the Hobies at the tail end of the year, and for sure. it spiraled into Angler of the Year. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm that ambitious to say that that's what's going to happen. Hey, but man. Yeah. If that's my time, it's my time. You know. That's right. You fish to win. You you know you've already got one down. So. Yeah, you know, two more, you could be right in there. Yeah, Hi, your river guy, Susquehanna's got to be in the back of your brain. Is that just too much quick turnaround, or or what? No, it's not too much quick turnaround. I was actually on the Susquehanna last week, uh, just fun fishing uh, with a buddy of mine here in Columbus. We we were there for three days, just trying to break his personal best smallmouth. Um, so shout out to Clay Peck if he's if he's watching. He's another Columbus guy. Um, uh, I can't go to Susquehanna. I've got a, a, another friend of mine's bachelor party. So Susquehanna was on my schedule. I was definitely going to go uh, because I fished it twice, uh, two tournaments on it during the River Bassin Trail, and did well there. I've got I've got one spot that I do really well on on the Susquehanna. And even last week when I was there, we it was a real grind. Day one, day two, we were really struggling to figure them out, and I was like, screw it, let's go to where I know. Went up there and got my buddy's PB. Got got a nice nineteen and a half inch uh, smallie 
um, on a whopper plopper. So uh, I love it. I, I, it's it sucks that I can't make the Susquehanna because that's that's right up my alley. That, that's where I'd love to be. That could be a fun place for a bachelor party. You could get Jake, Jake Harshman involved and probably get somebody arrested. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the Liverpool Triple X Theater up there. Shout out to them. That's one of Jake's uh, favorite little haunts. <laughs> he can definitely show you a good time up there. <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, the, the campground we were at, there were like two strip clubs just like within like a mile of. I was yeah. like, all right, this is a little weird area, but. Uh, all class. Did you stay at the ferry campground? Uh, I was at the, it was like the riverfront campground right on the confluence of the Juniata and the Susquehanna. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a big class in PAJ. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's my kind of country up there. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, Van Tine said they're there for a reason. I don't know if he's talking about the fish or the the establishments, but either way, we we digress. Uh, Yeah. Back to the fishing talk, man. So, what, how much pre-fishing did you get for this event? Uh, maybe about three hours on Friday. Uh, <laughs> wow. I went out there. Uh, I, I didn't really look at the, I didn't look at what the wind was doing until like the day, Friday, the day before. And I was like, oh, it's going to be really windy. I wonder what that's going to do to my area. And sure enough, the waves were ridiculous. Um, I battled for like an hour to uh, cut across to where I wanted to fish from where I remembered what was good in college from that college FLW tournament and got out there, wasn't catching any, didn't get a bite. And then finally when I was like, screw it, uh, I'm going to go look at some rivers and go river bassing for this tournament. Um, do, do the Drew Gregory thing and, you know, try to grind it out that way more in my comfort zone. Cause I'm not a lake fisherman. Um, and on my way out, I was just dragging a, uh, little uh it's like a mollix nano finesse jig you know little small mouth candy you know they love that thing and boom 19 and three quarters uh and i was like well hopefully this fish isn't lying to me usually the big ones aren't and i i committed to to that spot for the tournament and the next morning they were there they were there thick they were there for 48 hours yes Uh, so you you never did get up the river you just stayed kind of close by Nope. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I was maybe a mile from the boat launch, uh, day two, I actually found a little bit closer launch. Um, uh, it was more, more of actually a kayak canoe launch. It was not like a big boat ramp. Um, so that was, uh, it was cool that I found a little bit more of a hidden thing. I wasn't launching in the morning with a bunch of guys and Hobie's, uh, you know, uh, and I was worried they were heading to the same spot I was, but they were all actually, the way they were talking, it kind of seemed like they were too scared to cut across the to cut across the waves. Um, typical, typical. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and 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 I knew I was like, that's where I have to go. Uh, you know, I know it's going to be treacherous. It's going to be rough all day long, but that's where I think they are. Um, that's what I wanted to fish, and you know, I like things chaotic. I love river bassing because you know it's it's wild and it's nasty. It can be, and that's what it was all day long for me. I flipped my kayak both days uh and i just i just went unfazed i was i knew that that was going to happen i was in shallow enough water to really it it wasn't a big deal um i I broke one rod that was it through throughout uh fishing two days uh it it was nasty i was getting smacked by waves all day long i was in a jackson kilroy that is probably the worst boat for the situation because there's no drainage waves were just rolling in filling me up with water um 
but but what it did is it you know it really kind of helped anchor me down because I, I did have a an anchor wizard. <laughs> That's one way to say it. Just go ahead and fill it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I would get into the shallows because um, the the fish I, I was catching were in three feet of water. Um, wow. I don't have a fish finder, but I was using a topo map that I just screenshotted before coming, just so, so I, I I knew I knew how deep the water was that I was fishing. Um, so I, I knew they were in three feet of water, and so I didn't have to be that deep. I didn't have to be way out there in the crazy stuff. Um, I, I did go out. I, I did go out and follow the school around a little bit because, again, I didn't have a fish finder. And uh, the birds, the, there were seagulls that would show up, and they were eating, like, dead bait fish that smallmouth were just killing in the school. Um, so, I, you know, I noticed the seagulls had moved a little bit away from my spot, and... You know, I paddled out at them and like tried anchoring down in that stuff. And it just kind of slowed me down in the waves. Real dangerous. Uh, you know, definitely it, it, it was tough. But, you know, I was able to just pick three more, you know, fish off of off of the school, following them around. Uh, it, it, it was crazy. Uh, it's just the right place at the right time. Um, I, I can't really explain it. Just it was like all the wind on the whole lake was just running to this this spot. And it just pushed everything to me. Like all the smallmouth were just coming to me. Wow. What kind of bait were they chasing? Was it M shiners or do you know? Uh, so one of them, once one big smallie coughed up like a shiner and had another one that coughed up like a little baby perch. So, oh, yeah. 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 So That's I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly which, uh, you know, they were probably, heavily on. probably anything that got in front of their face. Yeah. And, and yeah, I figured that out once I realized. Um, Cause I started out fishing, fishing with that finesse jig and, you know, I was catching a few, I caught four short fish, like first thing, um, Saturday morning, day one, I, well, I caught like a 17 something, got it on the board. And then I had like four 11 inches on that finesse jig. And it wasn't until I realized they were like hit, hitting stuff on top. I saw these smallmouth like surfing through these crazy waves and, um, I was like, screw it. I threw a spook on and just, it was really tough to work through those waves. And boom, they started hitting that immediately. And then, then I figured out a different top water that was able to really power through those waves better. Um, and, and that's what I stuck with the rest of day one. And then day two, I started with it and stuck with it until, until really my bite stopped at around, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. Um, and it's basically, it's the, I've got it here for you. It's like a, it's a whopper plopper essentially, but it's the Berkeley Chapo that, it's like the buck tooth beaver. It's I got it before I went here. Yeah, I got it before I was awesome. Wait, I got to make you, I gotta blow you up for this. Hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> All right, show us that thing. Yeah. So it's it's essentially a whopper plopper. Berkeley makes it. It's called the buck tooth beaver. Um, <laughs> I got it at like. Where's Lambert when we need? Yeah, field, field and stream here in Columbus. Um, I got it before I went to the Susquehanna River because I know it can be a really good whopper plopper bite. I went to the Susquehanna to do some fun fishing uh, just last week. Um, and I knew the whopper plopper bite it can be hot there. And I saw that beaver and I was like, it'd be hilarious to catch one on a beaver. And and I did. I did while I was on the Susquehanna. I was like, oh, you know, the beaver caught my big bass. And yeah, then it, it just, it was just meant to be. It turned out to be my bait for Champlain as well. And it, it's hilarious. I was catching them on a beaver the whole time. I'll send in stupid Snapchat videos to my, my OU fishing club guys. Like, oh, they're eating beavers out here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's a really, it's a really heavy bait. Uh, I, I was throwing it on like 30 pound braid um, and just burning it. I, I was tired slugging this thing around all day. Um, at one point, it was the only one I had. At one point, I casted it off just from casting it so hard all day long. It flew, you know, way out there. You know, you just threw it into the abyss when a lure, when you cast a heavy lure off like that. And I was just praying that a smallmouth wasn't going to grab it while I paddled after it to go recover it and tie it back. Uh, I got lucky because they were on it. Like, I got lucky that one didn't come grab it. Um, also, I know I mentioned the birds. Uh, I, I caught a seagull on it. Um, they, and I saw it coming. There was one time where one of those seagulls swooped down. There were several times that they would swoop down and like pull away at the last second. They're like, oh, you know, I don't know what that is. I'm not going to eat it. And then there was another time one was swooping down to go get it in a smallmouth beat it to it, which that was cool. Uh, you know, it was like 19 inch smallmouth beat the beat the seagull to it. And then uh, there there was one seagull that got a hold of it. I had to uh, bring it bring in reel in a seagull out of the air. I had, I had a hoodie um, that I'd taken off um, in the morning and I had to cover up the eyes of the bird. That's what I hear you do when you catch a bird to calm them down, unhook it, let them go. The seagull flew away just fine. Uh, but it was crazy. I was just in a crazy environment out there. A lot of wildlife. Uh, Do you have a GoPro on? Uh, I wish. I wish. Jeez. Was the yeah. Hobie, bo Hobie boat anywhere nearby for any of these uh, shenanigans? I don't think so, man. I don't <laughs> think so. There, there was one point uh, on day two, I already had like a, you know, I was climbing on that solid limit early. I think I had four fish in the bag. A big, uh, a big smallie hooks up, jumps out of the water, dives back down, jumps out again. Second time it jumps out, there's a second smallmouth attached to the beaver. And the bigger one came off. The one I caught was 19 inches. I don't know how big that other one was. Over 20. Jeez. Yeah. Two fish, one beaver. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was wild. It was wild. Oh, it sounds like spring break up there. So yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the comments are insane tonight. Uh, I bet. They're enjoying your, your openness with what happened up there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't know what Josh Evans means. He's uh, being, being ridiculous in the comments, but uh, yeah, man, let me ask you this. You're fishing in a Kilroy and all that wind. Everyone knows what a Kilroy is. Uh, it's a, it's basically a hybrid. Yeah. If everyone's the old wilderness commander, it's kind of like that. It's a hybrid, mm -hmm. kind of a sit inside deal. Mm -hmm. How did you deal with taking photos in that once you caught one with the wind blowing and waves coming in? Did you have to bank it? Did you have to get on something or did you just let it take you where yeah. you Yeah, where, you where, where I was fishing was extremely rocky and the waves were all blowing me into that rockiness. You can see in some of the some of the Turney X photos, there's like a wave crashing right against my kayak, you know, as I'm taking the photo. Um, so, yeah, it was just filling my boat up. Fortunately, I didn't really have to leave that spot. I was anchored in like a foot of water most of the day. Um, but yeah, um, pretty much was able to just take them all to the bank. Um, I didn't feel comfortable uh, looking down in those waves and taking a photo like this. I needed my head like on a swivel the whole time when I was in those waves because I didn't want to flip, even though I did twice. Uh, it's not fun. Um, so definitely all photos were taking taken right up against the shore yeah i was wondering i mean i remember back to to my paddling days when i when, yeah. when i used to paddle uh that was an issue man when you're trying to do cpr stuff especially back when i was doing it with a digital camera and waves are crashing uh, yeah that's hard work yeah and i'm sure that i didn't face anything like happens on champlain i've heard it is 
is nuts, similar to what happens on Sinclair and some of these other places. It, it was nasty. Uh, you know, I've, I've kayaked a lot of rivers. Um, you know, I'm a huge river guy. I'm currently at 99 different rivers in 15 different states. Um, so I felt comfortable in, in those waves. I was just like, you know, just trying to think of it as just one big rapid all day long. I'm just in a rapid, which is what I love. Uh, but, but I wanted, I needed my eyes on the waves that were coming. So I felt really uncomfortable being out in it, taking a photo. Um, so I, I had to do it all on the bank where I could just kind of bob with those waves that were coming in, um, you know, have my foot posted up on a rock, you know, to kind of help keep me there. Great. If you guys in the, uh, the chat have any specific questions for Travis, throw them in there and I'll throw them on the screen for him. Uh, un you know, unbelievable story. And the fact that they, I mean, you were confident that they were going to be there day two, obviously, because you went back right back at them. Uh, I, I didn't really have a plan B or C, uh, yeah, they, I, I pretty much said, you know, my, my girlfriend went up there with me and she helped, you know, launch me in the morning and shuttle me around and, uh, you know, pick me up and, you know, hook me up with all my food. Uh, so I, I bounced all my game plan off of her and she just, you know, politely listened or, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, helped me out. And, and I was like, I don't really have a plan B or plan C. They're either going to be there and I'm going to slam them or I'm going to really have to grind and, and look somewhere else. And they were there. They were there right away. I'm assuming that was her at the weigh-in that was yeah. and hollering and cheering for you. That was pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Between um, that and AJ's dog, it was a rowdy crowd at the way. That's right. Yeah, cool. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and she, she actually came up with the idea to put Smalley's rule, um, you know, on my hand. She was digging through Tourney X, uh, you know, during day one. You know, she was real hyped. This is her first, you know, kayak tournament experience. Um, and I believe she found, like, uh, you know, Matt Ball's profile uh, and saw, like, at one tournament, he had put, like, top five on his hand, like, just as, like, motivation. Um so she wanted me to send some kind of message out there to everybody. And uh, she, she knows how much I love smallmouth. So we were just, you know, talking, what could we put on there? And we were just like, Smalley, you know, Smalley's rule um, is what we came up with. Uh, you know, especially, I didn't, didn't want it to be like a jab at Mike Iconelli, but it, in the preview for the tournament, he said largemouth were going to win it. And I was just kind of like, well, I'm still going smallmouth fishing. So um, that's just that's just the way I, I think, always Smalley's. Take that. Did, did Ike talk to you at all? Did he congratulate you? Did he? Did you get a chance to talk with him? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, he's a he's a real real down to earth guy. I really, yeah. you know, I enjoyed talking with him. We talked about you know the Susquehanna there for a little bit. Um, I loved his uh, like city limits fishing show when I was younger. You know, so I asked him about that. But yeah, yeah, it was really cool getting to meet him. Um, you know, and, and he did well. He always does well in in the kayak events. So he he legit loves the kayak game. He really does. He he yeah. enjoys it. Yeah. I don't know about you, Jay, but I respect that, that he seems – I mean, he's not just a gimmicky bass pro with a kayak on yeah. the top. The dude is He a takes it serious. He really yeah, does. Real deal. It's, mm -hmm. pretty, it's pretty awesome. You know, and he, he's out there trying as hard as he can to win, too. I mean, he, he it's not a joke to him. He, he takes it mm -hmm. serious. Yeah, and if you guys looked at the leaderboards, I mean, the dude caught – he called like 10 times throughout yeah. both days. Uh, yeah. So he, he was catching fish, man. He was out there doing Definitely. his thing, as you would expect. Right, uh, Mr. I Mr. Iconelli to do. Uh, we got some questions for you, Travis. Let me see if I can find them. Uh, Steve Fields, not a question, but a comment. He said he's still waiting for AJ to give him a smaller venue to shoot pictures. On everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Steve does a hell of a job running around the lakes. Uh, Gene Wilson, he's she asked what river is going to be number one hundred. 
Uh, that's a good question, Jean. Um, you know, I, I'm glad to see Jean in here. I used to fish with her when I lived down in Florida uh, for, for a couple years right after college. Uh, hey, Jean. Um, I don't know what 100 is going to be yet. Uh, I thought about some, maybe some places in Michigan um, or it, it may be, it may be the upper Mississippi uh, if I go up to the, the, the Hobie event. I don't know yet. But it's got to be something cool. It can't be some little, you know, uh, you know, not that Ohio creeks aren't cool, but it can't be just some Ohio creek that I haven't been to yet. Um, so I'm, I'm holding off on, on going to anywhere new until I figure that out. Uh, Clifton Allen asked, "Did you use a jackhammer? If not, why not?" <laughs> um, I, I actually I had one tied on uh, there day one as like you know an option. I did throw it a little bit day one, but uh, you know not more than a couple casts. Uh, it, it probably it probably would have worked when they were you know real active, um, but I, I just I was catching them on a beaver. Why would I? Why would I switch? Yeah, you don't put you don't put the beaver down when it's working. Yeah, it's, it's yeah that's right. Yeah. Uh, we had one more question or two more questions, and we'll get we've got we've got Catherine Field or Kate coming in uh, here in just a second. She's she's in the in the green room. We got a yeah. few more questions for Travis, and we'll take some more from you for you as well as we go throughout the night. Steve uh, Fields asked, did the bike go quiet from 10 to 11 both days? He seemed like there was a little lull there during the day. Yeah, yeah, pretty much uh, around then it, it shut off for me. And I even had to check, I checked my photos um, on day two. I was looking at my back at my day one photos. I was like, when did this bike shut off? You know, I was looking at it in the morning. I was like, how much longer do I realistically have? Um, but uh, it was, yeah, 11 o'clock. Uh, my girlfriend Trang picked me up. She got, she went to, uh, you know, a mass there um i think it is in like rouse's point ruse point um she came pick me up uh after mass at 11. um i was bummed that she wasn't really able to come out and paddleboard with me i in, in my head coming up here i envisioned her you know being there with me and you know watching me wreck these small mouth but it was just too crazy for her so we found a little uh a little calm bay farther down the lake to go uh put in and you know spend about an hour uh, it was this tournament still going. Um, we spent about an hour just messing around and some calm stuff, uh, just, just having fun, enjoying the moment, uh, checking the scoreboard, uh, laughing, um, you know, having fun, just hoping that hoping that it held. If not, I still have the best two days of fishing in my life, um, and you know, just really grateful that that it held and that I you know got to at least have a little an hour you know with her on the water out there. She got to experience the lake a little bit. That's amazing. You had your head right the whole time. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Brian, yep. Brian Stockel asked, did you catch any 20.25 inches? That's kind of an inside joke. I looked at his limit. It didn't look like he did. He had a 21.25, and if you can see on the screen there, there were quite a few 20.25s caught. So hope that makes you yeah. happy, Brian. Yeah, no, I wish. I would have taken one more. Uh, I do believe that during the tournament I lost four fish in the 20, 21-inch range, somewhere somewhere in there. Um Three of them on day one, and then one of them that jumped off when I had two two big smallies on at once. Day two, uh, I, I strongly believe I lost four twenty inches. Uh, I really wanted to put up a hundred on one of those days, just because I don't know if I'm ever going to have another chance to do it. Uh, but it, it didn't happen, and and it still it, it didn't really phase me either when I lost those big ones. Uh, I, I just had a really good feeling all week. It was just like a different feeling before the tournament. Um, it, I I just. I just had a feeling like this was going to happen and it just everything fell into place. Yeah. We got some people saying you went to church on Sunday during the tourney. Uh, my, my girlfriend did. Uh, she, yeah, she girlfriend did. 
Yeah, she picked me up after after church. Yeah, you, yeah. They, she went and put a good word in for him. Took she care did. of him on, on the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we've got another guest for y'all tonight, which is uh, the third place finisher. Kate Field is in the in the green room. What do you say for bringing her, Jay? Absolutely. Miss Kate. To Ms. Kate. Kate, hey what is up? <laughs> uh, what an awesome weekend. Thank you, guys. I'm, I'm just really honored that you wanted to chat with me. Travis is amazing, and uh, I'm just blown away by him just following birds around and kicking all our asses. <laughs> so he did an amazing job. I'm, yeah, I'm really impressed. And this Cliff Allen said, do the Brazos River, and I second that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's beautiful. I've uh, I've fished it a little bit, and that is an amazing river. I I would totally go there again. So. Are there smallies there? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I know there's some. Yeah, there's a the smallies in Texas that I've that I've caught were on like Belton, and there are some rivers that feed in that, but. Yeah, the yeah. Texans will have to confirm. I think maybe there's Guadalupe bass in some of those rivers there. Maybe, maybe something different to get a hold of, but I don't know about yeah. the Brazos. Uh, there's yeah. a there's a video of uh, Ott Defoe and some, I can't remember who the other professional angler is, but they were in Texas for an Elite Series event and they got in their jet boats and went on to the Brazos. And there's an awesome video out there on YouTube, and it's it's legit. It's awesome. Uh Amazing. Yeah, it's a it's an awesome river. Well, well yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the info. Kate, you know everybody followed Mr. Smalley's rule over here. Obviously, they were <laughs> blown away blown away by his limits both days and, and and following that. But you know the other big story was you know the, everybody that's met you is a fan uh, of Kate and they followed you from from Aww, beginning to now. Thank you. Uh, out there on the tournament trail, everybody that's met you just can't help but but you know become a friend of yours you're just you know that that kind of person kind of magnetic personality so to see uh, you on the leaderboard day one and then climbing on day two that momentum was unbelievable and you probably saw it and felt it i mean you weren't paying attention to social media but people were freaking out and making posts so, <laughs> uh yeah i mean it was unbelievable how how do you feel coming off you know toc qualifier third place finish on the podium after all you all you've been through making this climb well, like Travis said, he had the best two days of fishing in his life. I had the best two days of fishing in my life. And um, I I don't know, I like it's hard for me to just to put into words how I feel about it all because I've been just working so hard. Like it's been my dream to try and qualify for the, the TOC. I I missed out doing it uh, last year. I worked really hard last year and just, you know, I blew it on day two on the Kusa. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just, this, this tournament, my focus was um, I wanted to try and get in the top 20 and get some AOI points and try and make it that way because I had done two top 20s back to back and I've been sort of, you know, sort of on the cusp. Like I've been feeling like I'm just on the cusp and turning the corner on that. And, and the second one is I wanted to beat Mike Iaconelli. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was just out there and, I gotta be honest, like, uh, I didn't feel any stress at all about the tournament. Um, I just was having fun. I had the most fun. I was, 
poor Steve Fields is going to go. He put the Kobe cam on my boat, and he's have to go through like 18 hours of me laughing and catching fish and just having a good time and poorly singing some George Strait songs. And, uh, you know, I talk to myself a lot and root myself on and try to keep myself stoked up. And, um, man, it was just it was so challenging. That lake was so challenging, but, um, gosh, it was worth it. Like I feel so exhausted today. My hands just are killing me, but I would go out there in a heartbeat right now to go back after those giant smallmouths. So, Oh, that'd be great. Kate, when you go, you know, and, and you've got that experience under your belt now of going to, I mean, Lake Champlain, that's one of the, I mean, it's one of the largest lakes in the country. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you've gone out there under some crazy conditions and you've got that under your belt now, that experience. Like, how does that transfer now, you know, as far as your confidence? And, you know, when you go to another body of water and conditions are kind of wild, like you've got that under your belt now, you know, how, how's that going to translate and keep your confidence going? Honestly, everything's been feeding on itself. And I was thinking about that today because I never really had like a spot um on that lake it was so massive i had found a pattern i found two patterns and um <laughs> both of them sort of you know were obviously impacted by the weather and one of them was very dependent upon the weather it was sort of like my backup plan and um but so when i was at sam rayburn okay i'm gonna start i'm a little chatty here but when it's i was on right. <laughs> when it's i was on you. like it's all you when, when I was on Lake Dardanelle, um, I had found a spot out off the main river that I had all to myself for the whole weekend. And when I went in there, it was super shallow. It had sort of these weeds coming up and I frogged that whole thing and I had never frogged that. But when I, when I had, I sort of had put that in my memory bank about that experience there. And then when I went to Sam Rayburn with all those flooded trees and everything, I was having a difficult time trying to get stuff not hooked into basically, you know, I'm like floating over a 12 foot maple tree going, how do I not get a, my stuff stuck in here? The bass would I'd hook into get stuck in it. Like, how do I deal with this? And so I did, um, I sort of made my own rig, uh, of wormy, like I've been experimenting with wormy. So I sort of did my own thing with a lure and, and, and experimented with that and had good success there. And I honestly, I lost some big fish on it uh, just cause I was over exuberant and horsed them in and, and stuff like that. But uh, when I went to uh, Lake Champlain, I saw these weed beds and it reminded me so much of Dardanelle, sort of these weeds that float on top and it also reminded me of saltwater fishing um, where rockfish would like lay in the kelp because they were very vertical. And so I took that same rig that I made for Sam Rayburn and started tossing that offshore. I was fishing offshore in the main lake in, you know, six to 15 feet of water, probably like a hundred yards offshore and, okay. and, and casting this, worm rig that i yeah i call it the kate rig so do we got <laughs> a name for it we got yeah a name i call it the kate rig and i'll tell you what it is i don't mind i don't mind sharing so i take a i basically take a giant trd and i backwards texas rig it in the skinny end 
with a pencil peg, like like a pencil, little weight, and I peg it, and then I put um, uh, a tail spinner in the big thick butt end. And so it's very narrow. It's going to have a vertical drop and and has a little flash for that really muddy water. And I just popping it and popping it vertical between all those different weeds. And that's where I found a really good largemouth bite offshore. But it was also extremely south facing and that whole <laughs> lake was pouring in there. So, um, so I've been able to take like each little lake I go to, I, I like fill my little brain bank up with what I've learned there and been able to apply it. And I know that this lake, you know, I, I learned a lot about fishing in weeds offshore that I've, I've never really done and being able to um, also, <laughs> there's lunch money. <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, I, threw, I threw a monkey wrench in on you. I slid Ryan in in the middle of your All right. right, that's fine. I wanted to learn her juice. That's why I jumped on right. right now. I want to hear the I'll, I'll teach the Kate rig. But, um, but my other pattern, um, was wind dependent and then there where where i put in there was that uh champlain bridge with big those big abutments and i watched everybody like all kinds of bass boats would roll through there and, and try and hit that up but the problem is they never realized like they're all fishing the wrong side of the bridge um there was a there was a point in there where um the bridge, like it would go from like 15 feet to 30 feet. So it had a deep drop off up against an abutment and on the wind side, when that wind rolled in there, it just, you know, it was like a washing machine and created a current. And the smallies were coming up from the dock, deep part of it up against the abutment and the current in that mess and just destroying bait fish in there. And so when my weed bite wasn't happening it was like rollers in the ocean out there i went to the bridge because that was generating the current that i needed for the second one and so um i figured out like you had to have it deep so i was throwing an okashira screw head on a spark shad in there and letting it sink deep having it come up on that ledge and uh and pausing it treating like a stunned bait fish and they just i got monsters in there and it yeah. was so awesome so Jay, listen to this lady talk. I mean, she went from like two years ago, like I hope I catch a fish someday, <laughs> to like breaking this thing down like she's you know Kevin Van Dam. Is that amazing or what? Well, you know, I, Kate and I talked a lot on at boat ramps and stuff, and I tell her all the time there there's no replacing time spent on the water, and that's exactly what she's done over the last couple of years is just she's put her time in she's done her work and you see the results i mean it's you know there's no replacement for hard work i mean anybody can you know you can get lucky here you can get lucky there but the growth that that kate that you've shown is it's unbelievable i keep watching you you go from top 30s to top 20s to top 10s to top threes like it's just like you say you keep building one after the other after the other Momentum's a real thing, you know. Grab a hold of it and, and just keep riding it. And the most important thing is just keep having fun. That's that's what's propelling you. Is you're having fun, and you know it's momentum's real. And you're putting in the work to make it happen. It's awesome. And I'm sorry that it's loud in here, and I'm in a super awkward scenario right now. But I cannot not come over <laughs> and congratulate you, Kate. 
I remember when you first started, I'm so, so proud of all the growth that you've exhibited, hard work at its finest, super proud of you. Smalley's rule, not taking anything away from you because you smashed them, you freaking <laughs> smashed them. But yeah. watching, I mean, just watching the progression of your skill set. I mean, like Jeff just said, you just broke it down like a pro. That's how much knowledge you've absorbed in the last in the last few years. I mean, it's awesome to see. Congratulations, I'm super Thank proud, you. honestly. Thank you. Lambert, side note, I, I like your shirt. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I appreciate yeah. it, Ryan. You know, he he's he's a uh, one of the main reasons I'm a kayak fisher because I ran across a, a video of him fishing uh, from a kayak, and I was like, "What in the heck is this? This guy is just standing up, slaying bass, and uh, that really." you know, got me into this thing. And so, and he has been very supportive of me from day one and encouraged me. And my first Hobie, he lent me a boat. I flew into Seminole and, and borrowed a boat from Ryan. And I just, I really appreciate him and, and the support. I appreciate everybody's support because it's, you know, can be intimidating to get started in this. And, and I just, it means the world to me. It just really does. And I, I think I just want to say thanks for that. And thanks for the opportunity to chat with you guys about that. So. Oh yeah, man. I mean, you got fans all over the place. Travis has made a bunch of new fans tonight as well. Yes. Uh, just, uh, you know, the way he broke down the lake and, and shared everything and just his personality, I can tell he's going to be a big hit on this scene too. But, but Kay, you've, you know, met a lot of, a lot of friends, a lot of fans. I know, uh, I just met you this year or was it late last year at Darnell? Uh, we got we got to meet and talk for a little bit, and this year over at Broken Bow, mm -hmm. you spent some time at the ramp with my wife, keeping her company while I was <laughs> but, but across the lake. She's so, very nice. Yeah, couldn't be a nicer person, uh, and everybody could be more happy to see you, you succeed. You. And I'm sure you're not done. I'm sure you're not done climbing climbing the climbing the ladder. So I'm not stopping. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got somebody's got to knock Ryan off his pedestal off the TOC. So why not why not Kate right? Oh, I, I don't I don't have a pedestal, but I did. I was talking to Jay earlier. I do pick Kate to win uh, the Pickwick BASS. No pressure, Kate, but I've already picked you to win. So get out there and dominate it, girl. All right. I, I have never fished Pickwick, so that, right. I'm excited to do that. And and uh, the, I've been Do the same thing you just did. There's smallmouth out there, and they like to eat. You, you can do it. Kate Rigg. Oh, like Kate Rigg. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's a cra my crazy Kate wig, but it works. It's the weirdest looking thing ever. And uh, <laughs> Z-Man, I'm trademarking that. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're, we're debuting brands all over the show tonight. We got Smalley's like Rule it. lifestyle brand coming out soon. We got the Kate rig coming out. <laughs> I like involved that. in this. Are, are we going to add the Smalley's Rule to the to the? KBN store with Wide Dick Open, or what are we doing? I don't with know. That? I know. I think I think Travis has got some stuff in the works already. He said before we came live, he's got his. Uh, was it was it your sister or girlfriend who's working on some stuff out there? Yeah, my, my my little sister. She's got a cricket, and uh, she's uh, she's shown me a uh, some prototypes so far, and it it looks pretty cool. It's basically a Chase, small mouth. Chase Tanner has a cricket too. If you want him to get on it as well, he can help you out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with it, but like, I know I for sure want a Smalley's Rule shirt, you know, just to just to commemorate what just happened. Um, so, Heck yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I want it's, one. Yeah. Strike while iron's hot, dude. Get it out there. Push it out there. I, I want right. one too. 
I do. Right. So I'm going to jump off here. Congratulations to you both. I wanted to hop on real quick. Again, super proud. I'll see you both at the TOC. I can't wait. Later, buddy. <laughs> see you. All right. Oh, my gosh. I can't right, even believe I'm going, man. I can't believe I'm going to the TOC. I was like, woo. You're going. That's awesome. Both y'all are going. I know. It, it is, uh, you know, I would say the most elite championship in kayak fishing. And uh, for both y'all to get a spot like this, it's amazing. And I would say, you know, from my perspective anyway, both of you are doing stuff kind of off the wall to what maybe a lot of other people were doing. And, and it's cool to hear those stories and, you know, hear Kate's innovation and Travis, you know, fighting the waves with a giant beaver topwater. I don't think anybody <laughs> on here can honestly say that's what they would have gone to uh, out there. So hey, pretty yeah. awesome stuff. I see Steve Fields asked if I hit the bridge and I did. <laughs> I did uh I, I was fishing and you had to the problem with hit fishing the front of the bridge is I had to pedal against in that wind and current the comp, mm -hmm. to stay in front of it keep my position because it had has zebra mussels on that bridge and the minute you get a smallie they make a run for the saw blade there on the zebra mussels so I trying to fight that fish against the current and the wind and yeah, I my boat just slammed into that bridge abutment, and I bent uh, my torpedo mount, so I'm just gonna have to unbend that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But darn it! <laughs> uh, Clifton Allen asked, or he he spelt it boogie. He said, "Kate, are you feeling a little boozy right now?" Is I think what he meant by that. What's that mean? <laughs> Something I'm fancy. Say. Some fancy. You feeling a little yeah. fancy right now? Am I feeling fancy? No, I'm, it's not me. <laughs> Clifton. Yeah, any more questions for anybody? Shoot them out. We're not going to keep these guys too much longer. I know they both got to be tired. Uh, Kate, tell, I mean, on top of your impressive rise just in your skills from a fishing standpoint and doing, doing well in this tournament, a lot of people may not know that, I mean, you're obviously tough as nails because you've battled some real – I don't want to get into your you know, personal medical history, but I know you've battled some real back issues and some other things you've had to overcome just to do this. So on top of the learning curve, I mean, you want to talk a little bit about the, just the toughness you've exhibited mentally and physically to get, to get through these events. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, I'm just thankful. And that maybe that's part of my joy in all this is, you know, I very much could not be doing this. Um, I've got a, a damaged uh, spinal cord nerve that causes intractable pain and, and it's not controlled by medication. So I have a spinal cord stimulator implant um, that basically tricks my brain that I'm not feeling the pain I'm in. And it, it works most of the time pretty good. Sometimes it isn't working so good. So I sort of have to battle with that. But there was, uh, you know, I had to get that thing replaced the pulse generator in my hip went out um, last fall and I had a, was gonna go get that surgery done and it ended up being a whole redo and it was excruciating and, and a really terrible experience to go through. And I honestly wasn't sure that I was gonna ever be able to do this again. And um, that experience really taught me, you know, to, I went through some really dark times and personally and and it was just awful um but it really strengthened my faith and and really helped me make the decision to i quit my job and and have been traveling and pursuing my passion full time 
And that really helped me decide to do that because I realized like this is each day that I can do this. It's not something I can take for granted. This could be, I could wake up tomorrow and this thing isn't working and who knows what's going to happen. So I can't say I'm just going to wait, you know, till X amount of years or do this. Like this is my chance to do this and I'm going to seize it and, and take that leap of faith and just enjoy enjoy the opportunity to go out there and fish the most amazing fisheries in America and learn much. And I want to share that. So I've been trying to just share this, this whole journey with everyone because I feel so much so in my soul, like if you have a dream or a passion about something and you know, you just don't know, you're afraid, like just, you know, pray hard about it and, and just follow your gut and take that leap. And I mean, I don't, know what I'm doing most of the time. Like I'm just going with it and I'm learning as I go and I, I make mistakes and I'm human. And, you know, there's times I, I, I want to quit and, and I'm scared and everything else. And you just, it's, it's, it's worth it. You, I'd rather do it and fail than say, I wish I would, have I wish I would have done this when I had the chance to do it. So I appreciate that and that really drives me and and I hope that that can help other people that's and I've shared this because I feel like not sharing that doesn't it it dishonors what I went through and it doesn't help anybody else and I want to help other people because there's other people just like me who have gone maybe not the same injuries and stuff like that or the same medical challenges or you know like everybody has their own things but being able to still keep going when you don't feel like keeping going and just get through each day and, and, you know, try to make each day a little bit better than your, the day before, you know, that everybody's got their own struggles. And I hope that maybe some of what I've gone through can help some other people and that there's some point to it all, you know, it's not just useless suffering or anything. So no, definitely an inspiration, Kate. Definitely an inspiration. Thank you. Someone said, Josh Rivera says they've had multiple spinal. Okay. Yeah. It's, there's not a lot of people with this that are doing that. And when I went to the pain clinic and I told them like, so when can I go kayak fishing? <laughs> they looked at me like I was nuts. Like you're doing what? Like, and the nurse said, I'm so glad that you told me that you're doing that because I've never heard, she'd been there like 20 years and nobody had ever done that. Most people get this and as a way to reduce some of the narcotics they're on. And I, you know, I just am going for it. And you could, you, you know, there's a better quality of life out there. It's just, you gotta, you gotta be willing to put up with some pain and, and grind it out. And it's hard work, but you can do it. Amazing. We got we got a few more questions. Uh, let's see. We got another fishing question for uh, for Travis here. Let's see. Travis, do you think the beaver would have worked as well without the chopping wind? No. Okay. No. no. Uh, I was I was actually calling my area uh, similar to Kate. I called it the washing machine. It was yeah. all, it was all the craziness yep. going on that uh you know the big waves crashing. It was just pushing everything into this just nasty messy area and that's why the beaver the beaver the beaver was working it would not have worked on like a calm bluebird day i would have had to move around and 
and find fish here and there rather than just stay in one spot for two days. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Tackle Warehouse will sell out of those chapos tonight. After mm-hmm. your, your <laughs> store. Be, people yep. will be chasing, chasing birds and wind with a beaver topwater. Crazy. That's, a deal. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to keep you guys much longer. Uh, anything else you want to add or ask these guys, Jay, before we before we wrap things up tonight? I can't really think of anything now. I mean, we've we've covered a lot of bases. Yeah, man. Uh, Travis, you want to give any shout outs to any, any any sponsors, any supporters, anything like that before you go? Any tell us where we can find you on social media. You got YouTube, Instagram, anything like that? Uh, yeah, I got a. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's a Trafish, T R A F. You know, T-R-A fish underscore Vaughn. Um, it's kind of a weird handle, but – or you can just look – you can type in Travis Vaughn Newman. You'll find me. Um, or just you – if you do look up the hashtag Smallies the Rule, you'll still start seeing some stuff. That's um, it. There you go. Um, but, no, I, uh, you know, just want to thank all my friends and family. You know, again, my girlfriend Trang for for coming on the trip with me um, and, and helping shelter me around and just uh, – you know, say congrats to Kate. Uh, it, it sounds oh, like been grinding for a while on this. This was my first Kobe uh, experience, and you know, was fortunate enough to hit it just crazy right. But uh, you know, hats off to you for for really grinding at this and and to come out to come out the way you did this weekend. You know, and and doing some innovative stuff out there. That's that's really cool. Kate Thanks, Travis. twenty twenty one. Oh Lord! What about you, Kate? I know you've got some uh, some cool stuff going on on YouTube. Let us know where everybody can find you. Uh, well, it's Kate Kate fishing on YouTube. <laughs> My friends made me this hat, and I just keep. It's so I feel so blessed to have that. But um, I'm on Kate fishing on YouTube and Catherine underscore Field on Instagram, and and uh, I've got like a Facebook page that's meager, but. Uh, if you guys want to subscribe to me on YouTube, I certainly appreciate it. I've been trying to grow that. Uh, I can't promise any fantastic, amazing videos. I, I try and do uh, videos of my tournaments, and I do vlogs of sort of my travels that are probably – I sort of consider them sort of dorky, but I hope <laughs> some other people we're all, we're enjoy them. But, all of us are yeah. dorky, Don't worry about that. Yeah, so I, I do sort of a vlog that's sometimes has fishing, sometimes just weird stuff I see and do. So, but uh, that it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody that's reached out and and contacted me the last thirty six hours. I'm trying to catch up with everybody because I really appreciate anyone that's that's reached out to me and took the time to talk to me and and just encouraged me and it, it's really helped me and it and it's really made me feel so loved you guys and just thank you very much i, I feel very blessed to be a part of this community and, and have so many wonderful people you know cheering me on so um so thank you for that well congratulations to both of you you both have earned it y'all did awesome this weekend uh congrats to drew uh gregory as well I look forward to seeing you guys uh, on the Hobie Trail the rest of the season. I'm yeah, going to be Jay. at Susquehanna, Lacrosse, and Pickwick. So hopefully, I'll see you guys at any and all of those. Yeah, okay. that'll be awesome. Jay, you and I, you're sitting pretty good. We got some work to do to get in that TOC, though. We got a lot. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You know, after this event, I'll probably be out of. I don't know. I'll, I'm around the top twenty or so. Yeah. Um, I think Christine and I are tied, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I'm hanging around there, but I've got two two bad events to call out. Call out. 
I'm, I'm, sitting, in the, I'm, I'm sitting in the thirties with only three events, so I've got to do some yeah. calling as well. So we're, we're trying to shape. come. We're, we're, we're trying to come party with you guys. We're trying. I know. We're trying to see you guys that you fight. You follow. Yeah, man. Uh, awesome. Well, Jay, thank you for pinch hitting, man. It was, it was hey, anytime, Thursday. man. I, I'll be de- designated Henry any day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And thanks everyone for the ch- being in the chat and for being part of the show. It was a fun one. And congrats once again to you guys. We'll be back next Monday with something else. Uh, maybe we'll have lunch money back, but it's going to be a good time. Regardless, uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes or anywhere else on the audio podcast, we appreciate you guys too. We're going to wrap this thing up tonight. Thanks everybody. We're gone.